Hello, grateful woman dedicated to a life of confidence, joy, and success on your terms. Welcome to another transformational Grateful Woman Talks. I'm your grateful story teacher, Stephanie Bavaro, and today we are ready for double, double, double the fun, <laughs> talking with sisters yes. Christine Saint-Vent, Saintville, and Julian Kiganda as Grateful Woman Talks, keeping it real, removing the weave, the lashes, and the heels. Hello, ladies. Hello. So happy to be here. (laughs) I love how you announced this. That was just awesome. I think you have to go with us wherever we go now. Yes. I will. I will, absolutely. And our next speaker coming up is, I even sound a little bit like a man when I do that. I shouldn't do that anymore. But we, we have to share with everybody what we were saying um, right before the call was that I, I told them, I told Christine and Julian, I said, I've never actually felt so white just from like a, the name of a talk. <laughs> we realize it's because we call them extensions. So I want all my women out there to feel quite, and you know, and some men, you know, they're putting in the plugs and stuff. That's their mm, right. right. And we're all here together. We're all here together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Although I'm not really sure about I want to see the woman who, or I want to see the man who's removing the lashes and the heels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be a little scary. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. We're not saying he's not allowed. He's welcome. We're just saying, hmm. <laughs> so let me tell everybody a little bit about you guys before we get into this. So Julian Kaganda and Christine Saintville are two sisters known for being bold and fearless moms in charge. After conquering their own personal and professional struggles to finally walk in their purpose, they're giving you the most powerful insights to move you along your own path to uncovering your God-given purpose. In their book, Whose Shoes Are You Wearing?, these no-nonsense siblings take you through key steps to help you create the unprecedented transformation you want to see in your own life. They draw upon their own life-changing experiences from ending unhealthy relationships, thank you, to surviving unimaginable trauma, which are closely intertwined with their East African upbringing. With practical action steps included at the end of each chapter, whose shoes Oh, you just go by Who's Shoes. Who's Shoes shows you how to walk boldly and fearlessly in your own shoes, regardless of the shoes you've been wearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, juicy, 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 yummy. And now I don't want any of my grateful women going to Amazon right now, but, you know, they will. We will send them there. And oh, and, and to also tell them, stay with us a bit because they're going to want to because they're going to get a little something, something. If they're mm-hmm. patient, they're gonna get a little right? more than oh, yeah. something. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So now, like I asked all my grateful woman speakers, now Christine and Julian, tell me a little something, something about you two, the women. Yes. Well, I can go first. This is Christine. Uh, we're told we're, we're told we we sound alike as well. So we'll try. To you do sound alike. So whenever you speak, tell us who we're talking to. Okay. Yeah, we'll yeah. Do, okay, we'll no do. problem. So this is Christine. Um, me, the woman. So, well, one thing that most people who know me um, and really know me are is that I'm a sucker for sweets. I love sweets. Um, so anyone who likes to get on my good side, <laughs> um, you know, you could surprise me with some sweets. But, you know, I'm a mom, of course, as you know. And, you know, what I do is basically centered around my family. So I'm just honored to be able to do this project with my sister. Um, but that's just a little something about me that I love. Um, and so, I'll and you said sleep, like sleeping, sweet. I'm sorry, sweets, as in cookies. <laughs> 
sweet. And cupcake. Oh, yum. Okay, hey. so I'm like, how does somebody uh. give you some sleep? <laughs> oh, sweet. Oh, that sounds yummy. Yeah. You need to meet one of our other grateful women, um, Nobby Kleiman. I swear, every, he's, he's totally fit. Every picture that you see of him is nothing but pastries around him. It's unbelievable. Oh, wow. Oh, oh that's sexy. Now, Jillian, what about you? Tell us a little something about you, the woman. A little something about me. So this is Julian. I'm the other half of Who's Shoes, and I have a 10-year-old daughter, um, single mother, but absolutely blessed with an awesome family. And the one thing that I never let anybody get between me and my dance floor. I'm I, I just, when I get on the dance floor, oh, yes. it's, it's all over. Get all my music, and it's just, it's over. And, yeah, I love to dance. That's that's my thing. So, you know, something about me. And you offer lessons? You know what? Well, we, <laughs> We've been, been asked. We actually had a performance, and we'll talk about a little this. I'll talk about this a little more um, when we talk about Ushu's, but we actually have a dance that goes, a song and a dance that go with the book because mm-hmm. we just, we love to dance like it's that. It's in our blood. Yeah, it's in our blood. You do, really have is. you made like a YouTube video of it? Yes, it's on YouTube. It sure is. Let's make sure, let's make sure there's a link to the YouTube video on it from, from your um, Access My Bonus link. Absolutely. Absolutely, we sure will. Totally fine. I love that because I love when our bonuses have something different in them, like, they, you know, that they have a little something different than just a book or a thing. Yes. So that's a co- dance video. That wins. This is our first <laughs> dance video bonus. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, so let's get into this. It's time. So everybody open up your My Notes worksheet from Christine St. Vils and Julian Kiganda's speaker page or use any other method, method to jot down your ahas and questions as we get into this. Keeping it real, removing the weave, the lashes, and the heels. Okay, Christine and Julian, where do we start? <laughs> so this is Christine. We, you know, I think we decided to use this subject because it's actually the first chapter of the book. And before we go even into that, I wanted to share, and Julian can kind of talk about the um, inspiration for this, but before we even get into the chapters, there's a letter at the very beginning of the book that is to you, (laughs) as in the daughter of your Heavenly Father, and it's a letter to you to be open. And I just wanted to share just a snippet of that letter so we can kind of be you know, kind of have an understanding of where we're going with this. But part of the letter is, you know, it says, let it go, let go of all expectations and be open to the unknown. Let go of all the complicated and be open to the simple. Let go of having to know and be open to all the possibilities that I have to offer you. Your life is waiting for you. It's yours for the taking. So your job is to continue transforming and be present fully present at every stage of your transformation and to be open to a change of plans. So for Julian and I, this, Can we just wait? Can I just take one second to breathe that in? Absolutely. When you guys drop bombs like that, you can't... (laughs) 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 That we're practically dropping the mic on this one. Like, I literally gave me chills just even from the first words that you said. Awesome. You know, because how many times do we hear let it go? And for you yeah. to bring that to life, for you to say that in a way that digs deeper, that isn't just like let it go, okay, I'm letting let right. it go, whatever that means, right? For you to make right. that so real, the level that it truly means to let go of things we love even if there's pain, to let go of things yeah. that no yeah. longer serve us even if we're in fear. Like uh, that's just such All a beautiful way to start 
anything. I just wanted to give some a thank you for that. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. And just to, this is Julian now. Um, and just to give that letter some context. The funny thing is that letter was added to the book after we finished writing everything. And that letter was actually a letter I had written in my own personal journal about 10 years ago when I was going through my divorce and I was on a retreat. And we were told to just, you know, pray and meditate and write down whatever came to us. And I remember writing that letter and just feeling like I was really just a vessel and God was just having me write this letter. When I wrote it, of course, I thought it was just for me. So I'd go back and I would read it and I'd be like, oh, gosh. And it, it really did bring me a lot of comfort in that difficult time. But as we were working on this book, it, it truly was just divine inspiration. And I, I sent Christine the letter. I said, well, what do you think about including this in the book? And she was like, what do you mean, what do I think? Put it in there. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, is that a question? Are you serious? <laughs> as only yes. sisters can lovingly say. Exactly. Yeah, that's a little nicer than I said it probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, and that's beautiful. And, you know, it's interesting you say that because when I hear those words, um, it didn't sound like somebody just preaching. Like it didn't sound like somebody just talking in general. It did. I think the reason I, you know, it gave me goosebumps is that felt very real. It felt very real to me. Yeah. And everybody, no matter some, no matter if somebody to me, if somebody's sharing from their darkest place or their lightest place, if they're sharing from complete and utter truth, and keeping that truth within themselves, like you know, focused on them instead of on others, right? It's gonna right. always be transformation. It's always gonna move us. So thank you for that. Well, you know what? I think we should have just have the entire talk just dedicated around that, which we honestly could. We could literally yeah. spend an entire talk go through every one of those things, but that we we aren't we aren't gonna. So <laughs> so go. I, but I thought about that. And I'm like, I would be happy to just just have a whole. We should have like a whole other talk we just could. about doing nothing other than letting go. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, indeed. So now, okay. So you thank you so much, both of you, for both creating and sharing that with us. Now, talk to me more about how this letting the go, how this relates to keeping it real, and when you say removing the wig, removing the lashes, removing the heels, talk to me about what that means to the to the woman who's listening to this, who just feels, you know, tired or an overwhelm, or maybe her life isn't turned out how she wanted, or, you know. She doesn't know. She just, you know how sometimes you get in the place. I remember mm-hmm. I was in a place before, and I just, I just, the only way I could w- verbalize it was to say, "I'm just so tired." Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. We, we have do. all been there. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I can, I can begin and speak on it. This is Julian again. Um, and in terms of the, the title of that chapter, we really put a lot of thought into the titles of the chapters, the different chapters in the book. That's the first one. And the reason we made that the first chapter is because we recognize in our own lives, in our own struggles, in our own ongoing transformation, because we don't believe you've ever arrived. Life is constantly changing. You're constantly changing and growing. Um, but we believe that you can't really begin a, a true transformation until you learn to keep it real with yourself. And so that is both a actual physical, keeping it real, you know, don't feel like you've got to always walk out of the house with your weave and your makeup and your lashes because people, it, it, it truly is a mask. Um, and then it's also about just emotionally, spiritually keeping it real so that you can deal with whatever it is that you've been trying to avoid that is really and truly keeping you stuck. Exactly. Mm, and, you know, it's, it's so really yummy. Bad. Yeah. It's so yummy. Now, Christine, I want you to share for me, but I want to share one little thing about Doreen. 
There was a moment um, that I went into um, Tyson's Galleria here, right near where I live, and Doreen Rainey's in the hallway there, and I see her, and I just love her so much. And I'm like, hey, and she's on the phone with, I think she's on the phone like with Melissa, then Melissa Evans, Melissa Hughes, and she goes, oh man, Stephanie's here, and I'm not, and I'm, and she didn't, and she made a comment explicitly about how she didn't have any like makeup on or her hair done, and that wasn't what I saw at all. You know what I mean? Like one of the things mm-hmm. we have to remember mm-hmm. is part of the keeping it real and removing the weave. Like it is, we're the ones ninety nine percent of the time who care more about yes. that. You are so yep. right about that. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that at all. I was just so happy to see her. Mhm. Mhm. You know, and it was just yeah. it was just a really beautiful moment that reminded me, don't right. right, don't be so worried about what you look like when you step outside. Sometimes I think yes. I take that a little too too much to heart, but. <laughs> don't come to my local grocery store that's all I'm saying but I think you're you're so right Stephanie and that's really what the basis of this chapter I mean when we started writing the book we had probably what was it Julian close to 30 chapters that we yeah. chapter titles and we, we narrowed it down to to, 50, to 12 um, but you know this one was important because you know as Julian said we realized we for that for those that reason that you just stated you know we're usually the hardest on ourselves and we feel like we have to have all these masks these layers you know on in order to present ourselves to everyone when in, in fact people want to see who we really are we they want to see our authentic selves and so all mm-hmm. of that other stuff that we put on they're not worried about that. That's not, you know, what their concern is. Like you said, that's not who they see and what they see. So I think, you know, it was just another layer of making sure that we understand. You know, as Julian said, it's great. Like, we wear lashes. We wear we, you know, well, Julian does. I do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Extensions, what have you. But I don't feel like I have to have it in order to feel beautiful, in order to feel like people, you know, will appreciate who I am. So there's a difference, you know, in those two, you know, in, in things that you have to have these things on or, you know, being comfortable enough in your own skin to walk to the grocery store, go to the grocery store without it on, you know, to walk around without it on. And I think those are two different distinctions that we wanted to make sure we addressed in the book. And, And again, you know, starting the chapter with this, because you can't go through any form of transformation if you can't even be real with yourself. So regardless of what story you're telling other people, you have to tell yourself the truth. Like, if you're having trouble keeping it real with yourself, then your transformation is just not going to take you very far. Yeah. And I also just want to share the quote. So in in the book, um, Whose Shoes, we actually start each chapter with a quote. So the quote that we started this chapter with says, everything will line up perfectly when knowing and living truth is more important than looking good. And that quote is by Alan Cohen. And it's just so appropriate for this particular theme because we get so busy putting on masks to keep people, and very often we put on those masks to keep from getting hurt. I think most people can relate to that. You know, we've, we've all gone through things in our own lives where we realized that, um, or we, we figured in order to keep ourselves from getting hurt, we had to put on these masks of armor or, you know, I can do it by myself, I can do it for myself, I don't need anybody's help. And we actually go through a number of different masks that we wear in order to keep people from seeing the real us and to keep ourselves from being vulnerable. And I think this is a a perfect place to talk about the success mask because so many of us, it's that whole thing of keeping up with the Joneses. 
You know, we've grown up seeing that people who look like they have a lot of money and seem like they have it all together, and I say seem, because as you start peeling back these masks, you realize a lot of folk really don't have it as together as you think they do. And so very often we'll wear... Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, very often we'll wear a success mask because we feel like, you know, driving that expensive car or wearing that brand-name clothing and all of that keeps you at a safe distance from the lack of self-worth that you mask with material things. Mm. And I wanted to remind people that it's not even just the physical mask. It's that Facebook mask. It's that compare and despair of looking at other people with these quote-unquote perfect lives in Facebook or on social media or whatever. And, you know, now one thing I want you to share about, because I do believe it's a balancing act, because I also believe that um, there are things that we're going through in the middle of going through Mm -hmm. internally that it's not necessarily our responsibility to share with the world, right? right? That we need to keep it real but keep it appropriate, keep it, you know, and share from a place of love in a loving environment. So help help people who are like, keeping it real, does that mean i got to start telling everybody that my husband beats me? Does that mean I have to start telling everybody that it? Right? So talk to us about the woman who's like, how do I keep it real and still stay in, you know, and, and try to help. How, do, how can I do that to ensure it helps my self-esteem, to help it helps my life? Yes, and, and this is Christine, and that's such a great point that you bring up, Stephanie, because there is a such thing as oversharing and, and doing too much. And we see it all the time on social media, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You're like, do, you, do yep. you really need to know your life story? And I think for us the thing that's powerful even when we were writing this book, we actually did it all online through Google Docs, and so we, you know, took turns with the different chapters, and we didn't. We found out reading each other's chapters what we went through, you know, what each other went through, and so it's because we are coming out on the other side of things, and we are confident enough to talk about them. We're not in the middle of the trials and in the middle of the the challenges and the obstacles, but we are on the other side. And I think the the message comes out, you know, a lot more powerfully because we we were able to overcome it and we're not, so to speak, airing dirty laundry, you know, in the middle of it and getting everyone, you know, all into the the chaos that can be, you know, when you're going through things. So when you're going through something, I mean, it's great to have, you know, some confidence that you can talk to and speak to, but keeping it real, there's definitely a, a fine line <laughs> between keeping yes. it real and oversharing. You can keep it real and be authentic and not have to share every single aspect of your life. Absolutely. And that's actually one of the things, this is Julian now, that's one of the things that people have really loved about this book is the fact that we talk about some of the tragedies and the challenges that we went through, but we don't talk about it in a way that we want you to feel sorry for us because our whole point is to give you, you know, concrete, practical tips and strategies to get through it yourself. And you, you take what you need and leave the rest, but the whole point is for you to feel empowered and inspired after your life, wait a minute, I can relate to this because we really talk about it in a very conversational way. We don't want yes. to feel like we're preaching at you, you know, we're not telling you you're you're wrong for doing this. We all make mistakes. And I think that's the point of, you know, once you, you figure out what you're doing wrong, it's your responsibility to figure out how to fix it. And the first thing you really have to do to be able to do that is, is as we keep saying, keep it real. You just got to learn how to keep it real and take accountability. Mm-hmm. 
It's so yummy, and it's so important for us to hear that because we've all been in a room where somebody has was in their stuff. They're still in it, yes. and they just start sharing, and you're you're like, oh, I'm, un- and it feels yes. uncomfortable, yes. and they're just, yes. and they're literally just emotionally vomiting, and they feel that that's yes. keeping it real, and it's like, no, 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 no. You're in it, you're not on it, right? Like Lisa Nichols mm-hmm. talks about that. You're yeah. in, you're yes. still in your story. Even if you're in right. it, you yes. need to be able to own your in, being in it enough to say, I'm still in it, and to only share from a place of what you've learned or transformation like that. Yeah. Right. I just, that was, that to me is such a, um, important thing because that is it because I've this year has been the most challenging year of my entire life and I have not shared about mm-hmm. it not because I don't want to keep it real because I was right. so knew that I was so much in the middle of it that I couldn't share it from a place yes. of power. I still was like trying to figure out exactly what I was meant to do and when I started having clarity around that around what it was and what I was meant to learn which was not what I thought at all Huge, mm-hmm. huge, yeah. and then, then when I share it, I can share it without breaking down, right? It's that breakdown right. to breakthrough. Share at the breakthrough, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah, you're approaching exactly. the breakthrough. Exactly, and, and that yeah. that was important to us because we're like, okay, everything we're sharing, like, and, and you know, we pushed each other too with <laughs> with each chapter because it was like, okay, we're telling them to keep it real. We got to keep it real too. Like, mm-hmm. you're not sharing what you need to be sharing, Julian. And she would do the same thing with me. Like, mm-hmm. okay, there's a little bit that you're missing from here, so yeah, let's make sure that we're being authentic and we're you know telling it from you know a place of empowerment and giving it you know our all. And and so we did. We shared a lot in here. I mean, our family heard about and read about a lot of things that we went through for the first time when they read the book (laughs) so you know and some of it wasn't easy but it was the fact that we've overcome it it's not anything about you but it's about sharing our story so that we can help other women who may be going through it and show them how to get through it and how to overcome it yeah and And this is julian and i have to say all right go ahead it doesn't have to mean it doesn't still sting or that on the other side of it doesn't mean it's all sweets, it's all rainbows right. and cookies, right? It's um mm-hmm. that can that memory can still hold a you know, whatever appropriate place oh, yeah. it needs to hold. It's just uh, about sharing that. One thing I want you to do, Julian, when you, after you share or dur- during your share is you talked about in your book that each of your chapters have practical steps. I I already know that for me this is just so real, you know, and um, my what I keep thinking, because I always try to sort of channel the grateful woman and what would she be asking is, give me a practical action to do. How do I do that? How do I find that balance? How do I keep it real? How do I learn to share? How do So if you could share and then also give us some insight about some tactical, doable actions. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's actually exactly in line with what, I really wanted to say because um, in terms of the theme of your whole talk, the Grateful Woman Talks, I have to say my sister and I both are so grateful for being able to turn all the pain that we have been through into purpose. And I think that's the thing that we get asked a lot is how did you manage to, you know, be able to share all this, this stuff, you know. And from the very beginning, we both realized we prayed about it we realize that this was never about us. And I think for Mm -hmm. any woman who discovers her purpose, she starts to recognize it's not about you. We had talks about, oh, what are mom and dad going to say and what is our family going to say, what are our exes and friends going to say. But we were like, you know what, it doesn't really matter. This is not about 
anybody but us walking in our purpose to help other people learn from that. And so what we do in terms of the exercise in the book, we use tips and strategies that work for us, that we believe will work for other people. They're very, very practical. Um, and the one thing we do recommend everybody does is get a journal. I know for me that has been absolutely critical and therapeutic in my own healing and my own growth and my own transformation. And so we, we tell people to get a journal. And one of the very first things when it comes to removing the weeds, the lashes, and the eels, and learning to keep it real is you have to be still. You have to be still long enough to identify why you feel that wearing a mask was necessary for survival or success. What is it that in your past, because most of these challenges and the issues we have come from our childhood. And so you have to really be still long enough and be willing to revisit issues and circumstances that may be painful, but recognize that you're not going to that place just for the sake of pain. You're going to that place for the sake of healing so that then you can move on and really start to live your life with joy because you keep carrying all this baggage that is holding you down. Let me talk about that too, but um, all that is part of letting go of the baggage. And so the very first thing is to sit down and identify, you know, where, where did that come from? Are, are there things that happen in your childhood that, you know, it triggers something in you where you feel like you have to hide or, you know, were you hurt by someone that you cared about that forced you to feel like you have to always put on this mask to keep being from hurt again, which I discovered is really not living. So the very first thing is to, to identify. And, and honestly, that is probably one of the hardest to do, Stephanie. I mean, because you, you don't want to revisit that, but you also, when you finally get to that place where you, you're living the definition of insanity and you realize you don't want to keep doing the same thing and you're not getting different results, um, you have to do something different. And, and this truly, we believe, is where you need to start. Yeah. Mm. And just to add to that, you know, um, identifying, we had to do a lot of that with the book, and one thing in particular, um, I talk about something very difficult in Chapter 4, and I won't give it away for people who haven't read the book, but it was interesting because most of my writing I did, you know, after the kids went to bed, so it was like 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning, and I would breeze through these chapters, and then it got to this chapter, and I would, I couldn't, I just couldn't write, I, you know, and I kept hearing, you know, God give me the, the, the subject to write about, and I was like, I am not sharing that no next and Uh I would sit there and I'm like just writer's block I could not figure out what to put in this chapter and then it kept coming to me you need to share this story so finally when I did I mean I I finished the chapter in like less than 20 minutes but Mm -hmm. it was one of those things where you I had to force myself to go back there and to identify what that was that you know that that kept me from self love and you know and really hone into it and once I did it was like oh, okay well that's 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 all I needed to do <laughs> but it was mm-hmm. like you need to no you need to you need to deal with this um, so you know just going back to that I really learning to identify is, is definitely critical in you know one of the first action steps that you take. I love it and and it, to to remind us like one of the things. I mean, I admit, uh, for as much as I write, I'm inconsistent about journaling specifically, but whenever I do it, it's such a healing thing, and I love how you say getting Mm -hmm. to that quiet place, because I always think about, like, praying as talking to God, and, like, meditating or being in quiet is a place to listen, and that when we journal, it just not to try to um, filter, like, just to allow whatever Mm -hmm. comes to come and not to judge, 
yes. and to yes. just allow for it, but just to and keep it somewhere safe that you don't have a fear that somebody would read what you you know your truth. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I just um that was always a really that was that's just a really powerful thing is to allow for that uh, because I believe that the mind holds especially if we're in a in a really painful thing the mind holds on to stuff and replays it over and over and over yep. and 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 when we write it down it's as if we give our heart and our mind permission to let it go because if we ever need yes. to reference it we yes. got it written so exactly. write it at a level that you can always come back if you need yes. to hear those yes. words write every one of them so that you don't have to hold it in your head and it's so mm-hmm. freeing yes absolutely all right so you guys so guess funny what you say that Stephanie. this is um Julian, because there's quite a few sections in the book, in the chapters that I wrote, I pulled directly from my journal because I would always go back and write down the lessons that I learned from particular situations. And it's so funny because as I was reading, you know, my old journals, I said, wow, God, this is why you have me write all this down. It wasn't necessarily for me. Eventually it was going to make it into a book to help other people. Amen. So guess what, you guys? It's already time for us to talk about Grateful Woman and keeping it real. We can do another one. <laughs> keeping it real. And we're going to talk about Grateful Woman and keeping it real, removing the weave, the lashes, and the heels. So one core of Grateful Woman is gratitude, grateful. So how does living from gratitude play a role in keeping it real? Absolutely. This is this is Christine. And I think just keep be, keeping it real um, and being grateful you know, because life life really is short. We say it and it sounds cliche, but there is no sense in trying to hide who you are and trying to mask who you are. You know, you're wasting time instead of holding gratitude and being grateful for all that you have regardless. Um, and so keeping it real is, you know, you being grateful and showing gratitude to who you are and what you were blessed with. And, you know, with, like Julian said, with us, I mean, just being able to do this together and really be able to keep it real with our, with each other and, and, and help each other keep it real, um, you know, it's, it's just something that we're truly, truly grateful for. Um, and I think that anyone who is trying to, you know, remove the layers of the mask that they're wearing or they have been wearing, and maybe they didn't even know that they were wearing these masks. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we talk about 13 different masks in the book, but, you know, just being able to really relieve yourself of these so that you can express more gratitude because truly when you do uncover those layers, you just automatically become more grateful and your gratitude basically expresses itself because you're able to um, really allow yourself to be authentic. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. and I I would definitely agree with that, Julian. Just to add to that, I'm actually going to take it from a little bit of a different perspective. So there's a quote from Oprah, um, and it goes something like, if I had known that being authentic would make me so much money, I would have done it sooner. So the reality is I think so many of us are tired of being around people where we can't feel like we can be ourselves and be real. And the people that we tend to gravitate towards are the ones who are actually authentic. They show that they have weaknesses. They show that they make mistakes. And they don't apologize for who they are because at the end of the day, we're all human and we're allowed to be human. So a lot of it is just allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to be human. So I would have to say in terms of, being grateful, I am, I'm grateful that I'm no longer as hard as I used to be on myself and that I don't really worry about what people are going to think because at the end of the day, the most important opinion that matters is the man upstairs 
and my own. And as long as I know I'm living with a clear conscience and I'm keeping it real and I'm being authentically who and what I was made to be, I'm happy. Yep. Mm. <laughs> so let maybe what you can do is you guys pick now. I might want both of you to answer the next one. Because I'm going to want you to answer that both of you to answer the third one. I just want to pay attention to time a little bit. So we spell grateful, G-R-E-A-T-F-U-L, because we want and deserve a life of abundance, a life that's great and full. So just talk to me for a second about how embracing abundance plays a role in keeping it real. Chris, you want to start or you want me to start? I think I'm going to start this one. (laughs) So I would say in terms of abundance, again, I don't feel that, you can open yourself up to abundance and everything that you deserve unless you learn to keep it real. And really what you'll find is once you learn to keep it real and you learn to be authentic and be who you are, that is going to open the door to so many opportunities. I mean, I cannot tell you how many opportunities have started opening up to us because of the fact that we, we wrote this book and we're very, very real in this book. And so I truly believe that abundance flows from a place of authenticity. You attract what you are. And so for for me, keeping it real also means that you're attracting the right kind of opportunities that are meant for you to yourself at that point in time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Amen, sis. I don't have that. She nailed it. (laughs) Done. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, woman, I always say that there are intelligent, gorgeous, courageous men who are part of Grateful Woman Talks. But just for a moment, is there anything special about keeping it real, removing the weave, the lashes, and the heels that you want the grateful woman to hear and to understand? Christine, why don't we start with you? Sure. You know, I think with this, it's just it goes back to, as women, of course, we, we always shoulder so many burdens. We're always everything to everyone. And we have to, like Julian said, allow ourselves to be okay with being able to say no, with being able to put ourselves on top of our priority list, and, you know, being able to keep it real and it allows you to do that because you're able to really just hone in to your true self. And as she said, just writing this book has really not only opened doors, but it has allowed us to grow individually because yeah. we're able to really hone into the different things that we talk about in the book. And it's like, wow, like, yes, I do need to like let it go. I, I do like, I don't stress nearly as much over the small things that I was stressed over even a year ago because I'm mm-hmm. allowing myself to just be open and I'm allowing myself to not, to not be so hard on myself, to not judge myself, to not really um, take to heart what other people are thinking or are saying about me, um, and to really start mm-hmm. taking better care of myself, which as women we don't, we don't always do a great job of that because we want to make sure everyone else is okay before we you know, make sure that our needs are taken care of. And so we want to make sure that women hear that, that it's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay to be real with yourself. It's okay to give yourself a break because a lot of times we don't do that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And and this is Julian. Did you want me to answer that question too? You can too. You can. The one thing I did want to say was, Christine, you know that the first Grateful Woman Talks book was given from your overflow starts of self-care. It just... Very rarely do we have 
any subject that when we boil it down at some point doesn't come back to just, just understanding ourselves, understanding yeah. our own needs, yeah. and being willing to prioritize those and to take care of ourselves first. It's really just... Absolutely. I hear, you know, whether we're talking about money, body, mm-hmm. relationships, it doesn't matter. For doesn't. so many women, that it comes back to that, and it's just... Um, it just is really beautiful how, you know, nobody's prompted to say that, but it's so often just comes <laughs> mm-hmm. back to that. Yeah. So, Julian, so talk good. to us. Take us home, Julian. <laughs> well, I think just to take it home, um, keeping it real for as women, we actually have a, another uh, chapter in the book that talks about what it means when you're able to let go of the, the weave, the lashes, and the heels, and why God made us all different to begin with. So once you learn to keep it real, you're okay with the fact that you don't look like the five foot ten model walking down the runway, or Mrs. Jones next door who's driving the the, the Lexus and seems to have the perfect husband and the perfect family. Because trust, nobody's perfect. Um, and once you really learn as a woman that it's okay to be who you are, because God made us uniquely different for a reason. You no longer envy other people and what they have because you realize that each one of us comes with our own story. And I'll tell you, Stephanie, now, knowing what I know now, having been through what I've been through and coming out on the other side and still going through my own transformation, I would not trade my story for anybody else's. Mm-mm. If they told us what the cost was at the beginning, we don't know yes. if we take the journey. But right. on the other side, all I'm saying is yes. it was worth every bit. Yes. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, everybody. Guess what time it is now? It's bonus time, or as I call Woo-woo. it, grateful gift giving. Yes. Yes. So you yes. guys are coming. I'm going to. I'm going to talk about one of the gifts, and then you guys are going to just quickly tell us about the other ones that you got. But the one thing, if everyone goes to the Access My Bonus link on their Grateful One Talk speaker page, they're going to get a free book preview chapter download from Whose Shoes Are You Wearing? So you'll identify and address the masks that keep you from living authentically. We talked about those. There are 13, right? Yep. I was listening. Learn how to identify (laughs) patterns. Learn how to identify patterns of insanity so you can stop the madness and gain critical insights to help you eliminate the things that keep you from getting to where you want to be. So, again, of course, there's a link from their Grateful Woman Talk speaker page, and you can get it from whoshoesbook.com slash GWTalks, our hashtag GWTalks. So is there anything quickly that one of you wants to say about um, the bonus and what else they're also going to get on that page? Absolutely. Well, this is Julian, and on that page we also have two complimentary ebooks that we'll be um, giving to all your listeners. And the first one is called Bold Thought, Fearless Action, Five Keys to Living Out Your Purpose. And so this particular ebook just talks to you about the importance of relationships and the ones that you need to get rid of in order to live out your purpose, as well as how to pursue your dreams and your goals in a practical way. So that's just a little snippet, and then Chrissy also has one on there as well. Yes, and just for those who don't know, Julian's brand is Bold and Fearless. Mine is Moms in Charge. So we like to call ourselves Bold and Fearless Moms in Charge. Moms in Charge. So so my ebook is Eight Ways to Get Your Fly Back, and it's the super simple guide for busy moms to look fly, Feel fly and learn how to fly. And fly mm-hmm. is the acronym for first love yourself, going back to that self-care. Oh, that is so brilliant. 
We love it when there's little there's little hidden gems in there. <laughs> <laughs> you two are speaking of gems. You two are completely. I adore both of you. I completely oh, am in love with both you. of you. We love this you too. An absolute hoot. So thank you, thank you, thank you for coming here and talking to us about keeping it real, removing the weave, the lashes, and the heels. Thank you, Christine and Julian. Thank you so thank much, you, Stephanie. Stephanie. It was our pleasure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Christine Sainville and Julian Kiganda, and go and get all of your bonuses from Access My Bonus page. And remember to connect and share your ahas on questions on our Grateful Woman Talks Facebook page, facebook.com slash Talks. But this one is really sexy, the Grateful Woman Facebook group. I'll make sure that Christine and Julian, you both are in there. We've got almost 700 women in there. It's for the ladies only. And it's facebook.com slash group slash Grateful Woman. And we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest as Grateful Woman. And we use the hashtag GWTalks. So thank you for listening to this Grateful Woman Talk. Thank you. We love you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to this Grateful Woman Talks. I'm your Grateful Story teacher, Stephanie Bavaro. If you know a woman who's ready, ready for a life she adores, ready to put herself high on her priority list, ready for confidence, joy, and success on her terms, even if that's you, then please introduce us. Share us at GratefulWoman.com or GratefulWomanTalks.com. And remember how we spell grateful, G-R-E-A-T-F-U-L, because we deserve a life that is great and full. Until next time, I send you light and love from Grateful Woman Talks, celebrating all that we are from our bodies to the bedroom, from our babies to the boardroom. <laughs>